Financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out, higher than expected. Friends, this isn't going away. It can't. The U.S. is $34 trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text STRANGE to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation with gold. Text STRANGE to 989898 now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. The highly anticipated second season of the hit podcast Proof is finally here. Proof is an investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here. Proof made headlines for its first season in 2022 after proving the innocence of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend Brian Bowling when they were just 17 years old. 25 years later, on December 8, 2022, both men were finally freed based on evidence unearthed by Proof. In the second season of Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, this time traveling the streets of Manteca, California, to uncover who really murdered 18-year-old Rene Ramos. On June the 5th, 2000, Ramos's body was found buried under a pile of debris inside the shell of a new Home Depot building. Despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, tips that were ignored until now, Renee's boyfriend, 18-year-old skateboarder Jake Silva, and Ty Lopez, the 33-year-old uncle of one of Jake's close friends, were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this special bonus episode, the deliberate dumbing down of America. They're working so hard for us to just be zombies. That's, uh, that's probably why we have to watch all these programs of zombies. They want us to be, just be zombies, you know, drugged out people, never coming against their authority. That sounds like New World Order stuff to me. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett.
Welcome to a special bonus edition of Conspiracy Unlimited, Thursdays with Ronnie. Today, the deliberate dumbing down of America. Ronnie McMullen is a great friend and sponsor of this podcast. He's an author, lecturer, broadcaster, and co-owner and president of Get the Tea. He's dedicated to making America healthy, one tea bag at a time. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Terrific. Thank you. We were going to talk about the deliberate dumbing down of the school system, school children, if you will. And lo and behold, out comes this study just a day or two ago about expectant mothers who consume fluoridated water. Their children show a slightly lower IQ than the average. Now, this is something we've been talking about for years and years and years. And of course, we've been labeled as conspiracy theorists and tinfoil hat wearing nutcases. And here we go. The data tends to support what we've been arguing all along. What are your thoughts? I agree completely. I mean, what I think is sad is we don't have an option. If you're going to have the public water, you're going to have fluoridated water. And people think, oh, well, I'll get something, you know, a uh, filter and drink normal water you know that filters out the fluoridated water and you can you can buy that but they forget that when you shower or bathe that that goes right into your skin and it absorbs right there so even if you're drinking the filtered water if you are showering or bathing in it you're still susceptible to the fluoridated water so it's it's really sad that um, you know and, and it's also sad that we have to buy so many things so many filters and so many whatever we have to buy just to clean our water so we can be safe when in fact I would think that the authorities should try to keep us safe a little bit so it's kind of weird well and the thing with with fluoride is you can't control the dose because as you say you're showering in it you're you're brushing your teeth what does it say on toothpaste which contains fluoride do not swallow <laughs> I mean come on I know. Hello. Yeah. And, and boy, the dentist, you know, oh, if you have anything done in your teeth, you know, they are, they are fluoride lovers. You know, it's like, oh, we have a big bathing pool in the backyard here. Why don't you get in there and just soak yourself with fluoride? It's pure. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, why are you being taught that this is good stuff? And you're right. We are uh, labeled conspiracy theorists and that we are wacko. And um, they use the mass media, you know, fake news, whatever you want to use, um, to make us look weird. And, and it kind of lines up with the whole dumbing down thing that's coming down around the corner. Right. Now, I mean, a topical treatment makes some sense. If you go to the dentist and you get a fluoride treatment, that's fine. But by putting it in the water system, they're arguing that, that, it, that it's systemic in your, in your system and in your, gets into your saliva and, and that, that that's the way to protect against tooth decay. But I read a study and I did a TV show on this uh, a number of years ago. We did an episode on fluoride and even the American Dental Association admits that the number of tooth surfaces, so if you have one tooth and you've got you know, two sides and a front and a back, so that's four surfaces, the number of tooth surfaces that fluoride actually protects uh, out of, I don't know how many surfaces you would have total if you've got 32 teeth. Let's say you've got 120 surfaces. It only will prevent tooth decay on an average of like two surfaces, two tooth surfaces. So that seems hardly worth the risk to me of lowering IQ and brittle bones and all of these 
things that we're beginning to suspect fluoride in our water might contribute to. Well, when has the, the government ever been really caring about our tooth decay? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean here, I'm going to take care of your teeth. You know, it's just like, I, I love this. It's the same thing with our government here is, is, you know, drive 55 and that saves lives. Big campaign, you know, 10, 15 years ago, drive 55, it saves lives. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're going to take the speed limit up to 75. And you go, well, what about that saved lives 55 thing? Oh yeah, well that's for then and this is now. Right. And so they don't care, They but they act like they care. Oh, fluoride's good for your teeth, but they don't. There's always an underlying issue. And that's what we have to pay attention to. Well, the, a number of communities, it's, there's been kind of this uprising and, and cities and towns across North America are now holding referendum. In, in fact, just west of, of Brantford, my hometown in Ontario, which was one of the first towns in North America to uh, adopt fluoridated public drinking water, uh, in, in a town called Kitchener, they uh, voted they had like a, a plebiscite and they voted no more fluoride. And this is starting to happen across North America. And I think it has public health officials very worried because it's like they're circling the wagons on fluoride because if we prove them wrong on fluoride, what else have they been lying to us about? Well, this is gonna kick right into Monsanto and GMOs and th this is gonna be a domino effect on so many levels. So, which is good. That's a good thing because the awakening is happening. Um, you know, if you wind the clocks back 40 years ago, the foods were, were not labeled organic. There, there wasn't a section in the grocery store that said organic and then another section that just said nothing. It was just one. And they were always the right kind of – they didn't have a bunch of garbage. So I think this is going to be a domino effect when they start saying, hey, we don't want fluoride. Uh, we don't want, you know – GMOs, we don't want what, it, and if you are going to do these things, then there should be an opt out. There should be some kind of, you know, somebody goes, Hey, I believe in that's going to help my teeth. You know, okay, well, you can get fluoridated water. That's great. But for, for me in my house, no way. Right. Whatever happened to informed consent? It's a, it's a, it's a chemical. It's a drug. You know, why <laughs> we should be allowed to choose. Absolutely. But they're getting, they're working so hard for us to just be zombies. That's, uh, that's probably why we have to watch all these programs of zombies. They want us to be, just be zombies, just, <laughs> you know, drugged out people, you know, never coming against their authority. Um, that sounds like New World Order stuff to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not 100% convinced that they decided to put fluoride in the water because they knew at that time that it would, you know, would dumb people down. But here we have this study suggesting lower IQs, and this is the most recent study. I did this TV episode maybe five, six, seven years ago, and at that time they were citing multiple other studies showing lower IQ. But the fluoride in the water supply aside, I mean, my sense is, if you look at what's going on in the school system, there is a deliberate attempt uh, whether you want to use the term dumb people down or to make people compliant, to churn out not critical thinkers, but to churn out basically serfs for some new global economy. Survivors, just mm. survivors, somebody that survived school, somebody that just, I got through it, 
you know, never. And really, if you look at what's going on and what's being built in tech and everything else, creativity is not happening. And when your creativity is not happening, you go backwards. Your brain doesn't function right. It, 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 and this is what I'm seeing in, in this dumbing down. Um, and especially, and they're even using drugs to do it. You know, if you speak up and say, hey, teacher, you know, this is this, something's wrong here. You know, I, I have an opinion and this is what it, you know, doing it the right way. Boy, they'll they'll have a drug for you. <laughs> Call it ADHD, you know, so. Yeah, that's right. Um, Ronnie, Ronnie's being disruptive. <laughs> he's being disruptive. Drug that boy, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm sorry, you know. So it'll either going to put fear into the kids to say, I'm, I'm not saying anything because, you know, Johnny over here, he, he got taken out of school and, and uh, drugged and everything else. And now when I look at Johnny, he's just drooling, you know. He's just standing over there drooling. And, and this, is, this is control at the top levels. And this really lines up with the fluoridated stuff because if it, it's like here in the U.S. when we had the the whole healthcare, you're going to do healthcare, or if you don't, we're going to ding your taxes. You're going to pay more money. Wait a second, that's force. You're forcing me to do that. And so when I see an issue of force, and there's force with fluoridated water, and there's force with the uh, kids and how how they're they are being dumbed down and they're, you know, and how their grade scores are, oh, well, you know, Bobby needs help because, uh, he's having troubles at home. So well, he has a curve on his grades and he doesn't even have to try as hard as this person over here, but we can't tell anybody about it because if we tell somebody about it, um, that's illegal and the teacher can be, you know, in trouble and, and the school can be in trouble. And I mean, they're making these laws to just it gets everybody. It hurts everybody. And it's it, this is scary stuff. Right. Um, I remember, oh, maybe a dozen years ago, somebody reprinted a, it was like a grade seven or grade eight final exam. Uh, and I think it was from the 1890s, 1880s, from uh, a school board in, I think it was Kansas City. And, and they, so they reprinted the questions on this grade eight exam. And I tell you, I bet a graduate student in university couldn't answer half or a third of the questions that were on, these, uh, on this exam. And this was for grade eight students. Uh, you know, I, I, look at, I look at the curriculum today and I, and I taught uh, in the uh, community college system up here in Canada. Uh, and, and I was teaching students, I was supposed to be teaching them how to write news. I couldn't teach them how to write news, I had to teach them phonics. They didn't know how, they, and I had to teach them syntax and spelling. They did not know how to communicate in written form, period. Wow. Wow. Well, they say, I think there's a study out that says it's like 19% of our high school graduates, 19% cannot read. I mean, what is this? Mm. You know, I mean, 19%. Right, right. So if you look, if you look at that and you say, oh, they can't read and they, they can't, you know, if they can't read, they can't write. Um, you never thought that this was going to happen, high school graduates not being able to read and write. I mean, you know, and, and they're going to blame it on the teachers and it's not the teacher's fault because they have all these rules. And these have all these, you know, and I think, I think there's a kicker, if I'm not mistaken, this kicks into... 
President Bush's No Child Left Behind little right. Game. You can't fail anybody. You're yeah, not exactly. allowed to. You're not to hold. You're not allowed to hold them back because you might stigmatize them. You might traumatize them. Right. So it's kind of a push them through the the cow pen, so that you know everybody's fine. You know. So Johnny over here that's working really hard and studying and homework and you know and doesn't go play and doesn't watch movies because he's he's doing the best he can do for school and here's you know bobby over here and he just kind of sliding through and it's the same there's no reward for johnny there's only and if anything there's more attention paid to bobby so you go what the heck's going on and this is scary again i just think this is and, and then then and then i got to top this off homeschooling is frowned upon mm -hmm. you are a tinfoil hat person if you are homeschooling what is your problem you know and you, you go well maybe i want my kids to read right when they graduate <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm funny that way i want my kids to be able to uh to do you know to me you know, and 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 uh, when teachers up here in Canada, they're constantly going on strike, particularly in Ontario. And the teachers' union is so big and so strong in this province. Uh, and if you even hint at the slightest reform, they just start picketing. And of course, they always say, "Oh, it's about the students. We're picketing for the students." Right. Uh, and and uh, if you try to cut back in the education, uh, you know, even. Not, never mind cutting back, just slow the, the growth in the, uh, the budget for, for education. Again, they'll, just, they'll, they'll have a conniption fit. But to me, education is not really an expensive proposition. I mean, you know, you need a pencil and a pad of paper and you teach the kid how to do sums, arithmetic. You teach them how to, you know, to write properly, how to yep. communicate. Let's get back to a classical education, rhetoric, logic, uh, you know, just the basics. It's not that complicated. No, it's not. But when you get government entities uh, involved, it becomes very complicated. And I think that's, I think that's one of the biggest things they do is they complicate everything um, so that no one really knows the truth. And, you know, and I think people would be asking us, Richard, why would the authorities want to dumb our children down? What would you say about that? Well, they're easier to control uh, if they're not critical thinkers. And schools have become, or academia, not just, not just grade school, but now universities, colleges, they have all become law school, journalism school, they have all become major indoctrination centers. Uh, and, yes. and they are, they are churning out um, these, these students, they, have, they belong to this hive mind. They have a hive mind mentality. Uh, and in order to survive in the school system, you've got to have all the right opinions. Uh, you can't have a contrarian opinion. You have to be politically correct. And um, yeah, they, as you say, they're zombies. And, and of course, then we can get into the whole, you know, uh, uh, discussion about snowflakes and safe zones and how we've coddled our university students to the point now where they, if they hear a contrary opinion, you know, they run in the opposite direction. And they, they, oh, I'm being traumatized. I'm being triggered. 
uh, and then <laughs> they graduate and they get out into the real world, and at least for now, you know, we don't put up with that kind of nonsense, but soon they'll take over. They'll be running the, the newspapers, the television stations, they'll be running our school board, city council, yep. and then it's too late. We're all done. Yep, uh, that's definitely coming. And, and what's interesting, too, is even the biblical studies, you know, I, I saw this happening many years ago, even the biblical studies in the colleges, they would have these tests, and these are tests that there's really no definitive answer because it's it's a spiritual issue and it you know winds back 2000 3000 5000 years and you have to pass the test with these answers and if you don't have the answers that these uh, teachers have given then you don't pass and if you don't pass then obviously you don't graduate and so it's it's really kind of and I've I've seen this in colleges be these indoctrination centers answer the way they want you to answer this is the right answer even though it might not be the right answer and if you have an answer of an opinion or a, or a creative nature they don't want that they don't want you thinking on your own they don't want you uh, rebuttaling them this is the way it is sign here on the dotted line and then we'll move you on and and so the kids get smart. They're like, well, if we just do it this way, we'll be out of here in four years and life is good. Right. Play the game. And play the game. We know how to play the game because as soon as I have this paperwork, I can go to work for IBM. I can go to work for whoever I want to go to work for. And so, um, and they're really not that much smarter than when they went in. And I'm not trying to dog the schools, but it's like, it's all stuff that really is not going to pertain to you it will only pertain to the system that you're being put in. Hi there. I want to tell you about a podcast I know you're going to love. It's called The Dead Files from Travel Channel. On The Dead Files, Amy Allen and Steve DeShavi investigate the paranormal activity haunting real people and homes across the United States. Amy and Steve come from totally different perspectives when they investigate. Amy's a medium. She sees and speaks to dead people and uses this skill to find out why someone might be haunting a place. Steve is a retired homicide detective. He tackles the case from the other end of the spectrum and uses public records and witness accounts to piece together the history of the haunted location. On every episode, Steve and Amy investigate a different, real haunting to help the family struggling with its effects. On one episode in Falconer, New York, a family keeps waking up with scratches and bruises. They also see a shadow figure lurking around their home. They call Amy and Steve to investigate. Amy uses her strength as a medium to understand who the presence is coming from and why it's so angry. Separately, Steve finds out the history of the house from the townspeople and in public records. He finds that several people who lived in this house died, which matches Amy's findings. At the end of the episode, Steve and Amy share their findings and make a recommendation on whether it's safe to stay in the house or time to get out. There are so many crazy stories on the dead files, and what's interesting about Amy and Steve is that they investigate the hauntings from two totally different perspectives. You listen to my podcast because you love tales of the paranormal, but if you want more, listen to The Dead Files wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right, right. And, and so we're, we're graduating uh, illiterates non-critical thinkers and so what are they equipped to do and I get you know not everyone is is supposed to go to university or college that's that's fine because we need we need people in the trades we need plumbers we need electricians you know you don't need mm-hmm. to go to university we need tradespeople skilled tradespeople uh, so you know I'm not talking about people who just aren't going on to college and university but I'm talking about people who uh, are functionally illiterate they are basically unemployable except they could stack boxes at Walmart and to me you know that's what the uh, the globalists want they want uh, they want uh, cheap uneducated labor yeah yeah well I, I know here in Arizona uh, I was talking to a plumber and he says we can't find help at all and I said really and he says, nope, you can't find help. He says, if they're a journeyman, they come in and they want all the money because there's no one to replace them. They're, they're not, no one's training for the trades. So what's going to happen is whatever we're, we're paying right now, 65 to $100 an hour, depending on where you live, that's probably going to be between $1 and $200 an hour because there's nobody out there doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to change everything. And then, you know, oh, well, I can't fix my sink because, geez, it's going to cost me $350 just to fix a leak. So let's just let it leak. So we we're, we're, it just it goes in so many ways. Domino effect. Right. I tell anybody, you know, if you if you have the wherewithal, if you've got one person in the home that's working and the other person can afford to stay home, Homeschool your kids. It's worth it. Not only yes. will they benefit, but listen, you, I mean, I homeschool and I'm, I'm so fortunate that I've had, you know, that I'm able to do that, first of all, that I'm at home. But I've had, you know, the last four years, every day, all day with my kids, uh, you know, you, you can't, you can never replace that. Just the time with them alone is worth it. Uh, but, but homeschooling them and then they want to go on to high school and they want to have their own high school experience. I get that. We're not going to stop them. But if they wanted me to homeschool them through high school, I certainly would. But at least I know now, I think they've got their heads on straight. Uh, they know they're prepared. There's going to be a lot of nonsense in high school, a lot of re- politics. Uh, but, you know, they'll survive and, and I think they'll thrive. I think there's also another element of this dumbing down as well. I, I agree with you on the homeschooling. We, we homeschooled our girls. Um, but I think there's another another piece of the pie here is if you notice and you watch somebody like CNN, you kind of look at it as third grade stuff. Their actions, how they speak, everything is, you know, they fight. They, they're really like third grade level. And I wonder if that's being tagged as well to touch the people that are in school that are are being dumbed down so they can, in other words, when they get out of school, they can follow the CNNs of the world <laughs> and yeah. literally do exactly what they're being told to do by, you know, okay, 
well, vaccines are no good, you know, or, or excuse me, vaccines are great. You need to get a vaccine, a flu shot. Okay, the CNN says get a flu shot, so that's what we'll do. Instead of going with truth, it's just all the garbage. And I wonder if there's a connection between the mass media and the dumbing down of, of the children in schools. I, I wonder if there is a connection. Uh, I have no doubt because they certainly do sort of talk down, uh, as you say, to like a grade three level. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of newspapers are written that way. Uh, you know, that's their audience. And that's fine to a certain extent. But, yeah, they are definitely, I mean, the, the mass media, the, the Anderson Coopers of this world, they, they have become sort of the high priests. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we get, we get our information from them and so forth. Uh, but the other thing I think, you know, we, because we have now a society that, that doesn't read, nobody reads books anymore, uh, mm -hmm. it's becoming, we're reverting back from a literate society to a tribal society. And this is something else we're seeing played out in college campuses where uh, you have these, again, I'll use that term, snowflakes, where if they hear a, a contrarian opinion, all of a sudden they're triggered. And what do they do? They lash out in violence. Uh, yes. I mean, that's the sign of a tribal society, and that's well, that's it's funny. I was, was going to say caveman days, and that's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, that's where we're we're back to a tribal society, and we're seeing it played out not only on CNN. You know, the whole idea of putting a panel to get to, to, together to discuss an issue. Uh, it, it's not to, to bring about some enlightenment. It's to, it's like professional wrestling. Let's get someone on the yeah. right, let's get someone on the left, and let's watch them slug it out. It's entertainment. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It is entertainment. It's not news. It's opinion. You know, Anderson Cooper, I've never seen anybody slam the president as much as I've seen Anderson Cooper slam the president. Oh, he wasn't thinking today. Oh, he must be sick. You know, I mean, it's like you go, really? Right. There's no, I mean, there's no even, there's not even a pretense of journalism anymore. They don't even try and no. hide. No, exactly. Mm. And, and, and we're supposed to buy this stuff. <laughs> we're supposed to say, oh my gosh, I can hardly wait to watch CNN tonight. You, you know, the only reason I click on it is to see the rhetoric and to see what they're saying so I can say, oh, my God, you know, obviously. And they don't care. I mean, if you look at most of the uh, Patriot stations, they're talking about CNN as rhetoric. They're talking about CNN as fake news. They're talking about including including the president. Do you think that's changing them? Like, whoa, you know, maybe we better maybe we better curve and change our attitudes a little bit. Oh, no, they just if anything, it's it's moving them forward in the way that they're going. Right, they're doubling down. Well, they're paying yeah. the price. They're, they're bleeding audience uh, numbers like crazy. Um, yeah, I, again, I, you know, people really need to consider homeschooling. There are so many resources online now where you can, you can give your child a classical education, the kind that the founding fathers had, where you learn Latin, rhetoric, uh, logic, uh, the sciences, mathematics, none of this 1960s experimentation where they don't teach you phonics anymore. They teach you, what do they call it, whole language or something. Where you look at the picture and you try and, you know, through the context, figure out what they're trying to say. All of that experimental nonsense, which has been a big failure. Uh, you don't need to spend a huge amount of money. Just, you know, look online, find. There are some great online courses for public school students and you can give your kids 
the kind of education uh, that you know that, that the elites had when you know back in the, the 18th, 17th, 18th, 19th century. It's right at your fingertips. So, Ronnie, what's going on at GetTheTea.com? Well, same as always, getting people healthy, and that uh, is exciting. We and of course, you know, putting some specials on so we can get people to uh, really go forward and help them get healthy. So we put specials on, and this month we have the colostrum, which is wonderful though for those people that have gut problems, they have tummy problems. Um, colostrum is great for for rebuilding for, I'll say, mending, um, beautiful, beautiful product. Um, I had so many stomach pains, and this is, you know, when I went to the natural idea, what what can really take care of stomach issues and do a good thing? And, and when I found colostrum, I said, okay, now I just got to get the best colostrum that the money can buy. And, uh, you, you know, three tablespoons of that in some six, eight ounces of water, stir it up and drink it. Oh, my gosh, two or three days, your life is so much better. So we have that, and, of course, it comes with tea. We have that on special, and then we have the uh, the olive leaf and tea on special. And the olive leaf is great for uh, energy. It's great for the immune system, healthy cholesterol levels, and uh, maintains healthy blood pressure levels and helps support your cardiovascular system. So. Um, great products on sale and always notice that most of the specials have tea because that is, uh, you know, that's, that's get the tea. The tea is the cleanser and it helps cleanse from some of the things we were talking about on the show. Uh, it helps move your digestive. It gets stuck. Uh, my little grandson, he'll always go, it's, it's, it's stuck. And it's like, <laughs> yep, that's what my digestion is. It's stuck. You know, so. If you want to remove your digestion, uh, the tea is wonderful. And it tastes good, you know. It's a it's a mild cleanse every day. It's great. It's wonderful. Oh, I brought the pomegranate, the Formula 13 pomegranate with me. Packed my suitcase with it, enjoying it every day. In the land of the pomegranate, Greece, uh, no better place <laughs> to enjoy it. But also, people, you know, you got the, the takedown uh, tea as well. The buy, You buy two and you get one free. Yep, yep. Takedown's great for glucose levels. And I love the takedown taste because it tastes like, in my opinion, and you know maybe I'm smoking something here, but it tastes like pumpkin pie, and uh, so it it tastes really good, and it will affect your glucose in a very positive way. If you're running strong numbers, you don't need to be running strong numbers. It's not a good idea in your blood levels, so um, you might want to try try that and take down and take it off the shelf and see what it does for you. So yeah, it's. Uh, Love the teas. I, I, I drink it every single day, you know. Now, Granite, CEO of the company, but, you know, I, I, I take it every day. I did before this company was started, I took it. So um, it was, you know, it's, I can't say but anything but good. Well, I'm a convert as well, especially loving the, uh, the pomegranate, as I say, the, uh, the Formula 13. And it's all at getthetea.com, although there's so much more than tea, but you can check it out again, getthetea.com. Ronnie, always a pleasure. We'll talk next month. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I hope you enjoyed this special bonus episode of Conspiracy Unlimited, Thursdays with Ronnie. Join me Friday with Dr. Cass Ingram as we explore everything you wanted to know about Lyme disease, but were afraid to ask. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. 
A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.